You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Faisigan. Hey, welcome to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. So glad that you came and joined us today. We have a couple announcements we want to let you know about. First of all, the Big Orange Brawl has its registration open. So if you're interested in registering for that in Knoxville, Tennessee, go to BigOrangeBrawl.com. We also have the Open coming up, which is getting everybody super excited, pumped. Every box is super excited. Um, and we get the opportunity to be at different boxes throughout the Open here around Middle Tennessee. And so we're excited about the first week of the Open. On uh, February 22nd, we're going to be at CrossFit Engage in Dixon, Tennessee. On the 23rd, we'll be at CrossFit H-Dub in Nashville, Tennessee. And on the 24th, we'll be at Nashletics, which is also in Nashville, Tennessee. So we still have some more Open Um, open slots uh, that we'd love to come visit your box let us know if you're interested in having us come visit and hang out with the party we'd love to do that the last announcement that i have for you today is about battle of the barbells Uh, it's going to be hosted at three star crossfit which is in mount juliet tennessee it's going to be a team comp and you can uh, check out the registration on that at battleofthebarbells.com Now, coincidentally, on today's podcast, uh, we have Emily Gillis, who is a barbell voodoo athlete and also uh, one of the coaches at Three Star CrossFit today on the podcast. Now, in the podcast, you're going to hear her talk about this new uh, weightlifting thing that she is doing, and she is doing incredible at it. But she did finish the competition that she's going to be referencing um, at the beginning of this year. And she got a trophy for being the 2018 best female lifter there and also got qualified for nationals, which is incredible. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. At the end, if you don't mind, go ahead and subscribe, give us a like, and feel free to share us with friends. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, this is Rich Broning. You're listening to Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right. Well, welcome to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Sitting down today with uh, Emily Gillis from Three Star CrossFit. She's also the manager at Intrigue Athletics. So you may have seen her throwing around weight with the Nashville Weightlifting Club, but also um, you may know her for her gymnastics abilities and all the amazing things <laughs> that she does. Um, but we're sitting here at Three Star. Three Star is a brand new CrossFit box, and it is gorgeous. Um, Thank you. It's got showers, which I've brought up before on this podcast. Love the showers. Showers and CrossFit boxes are awesome. Um, and it's got all the uh, the wares of pain and destruction and fitness. And so that's really great. So welcome to Thank the you. Uh, Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. I'm glad to be here, almost in Lebanon. Um, just in yeah, Mount, we're right in between Mount Julia, Mount Julia right? and Lebanon, a little bit of both. And Leval, if you're uh, from around here. Try not Leeville. Yeah, we're close off of Leeville. No, yeah, uh, Leeville. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, welcome to the show. And um, man, we, if we could start out, I would love to hear about you know kind of where you, where you came from and how you got to this place. Like sure. wherever you want to start from. If you want to start from like birth <laughs> or whatever. Ease life story. Let's just dive into it. So, um, I was born in Florida. We lived near Jacksonville. And when I was seven years old, we, my family and I relocated to Lebanon, Tennessee. This is where I grew up. This is home. Um, my family and I would live or grew up, yeah, like I said, like here in Lebanon. And I started doing um, gymnastics here in Lebanon with a coach named Ginger Rains, who owns Intrigue Athletics, um, back in 1997. So 20 years ago, and she's pretty much still stuck with me. That's my full-time job now, like you mentioned, is I coach at yeah. Intrigue Athletics. Um, but so when I was seven that's really when I started to get more competitive with gymnastics I had done it a little Mm -hmm. bit in Florida um just recreationally doing some classes once a week I have an older sister who did gymnastics and anything that my big sister did I had to do as well yeah um but once I moved up here and I started working with ginger um that's kind of when it really took off and I fell in love with the sport so I started competing when I was eight I believe and um, I competed all through high school and through college I went to the University of Wisconsin Whitewater Um, I got recruited to do gymnastics there I had never 
been to Wisconsin before my recruit trip. I was like, I think it's cold there. I don't know where it is even on a map. But, uh, no, I went on a recruit trip there, and I just felt really at home um, with the coach and the team. Um, The girls were all really welcoming and stuff, and so I decided to go there for school, um, and I competed in gymnastics there, which was a really awesome opportunity to be on a team. Um, When you're kind of in club gymnastics, it's a little bit more of an individual sport, and then when you go to college, it's all about the team, which was a really, really fun experience. Um, and so what's so, it what's what's a what's it like to be a gymnast? Like what what, what is that day to day operation like? It's a for, lot of work. For those um, of us that show up and do like an hour of CrossFit sure. a, a, a day, like what what is a life of a gymnast? Well, do? especially so, one that gets like paid to go do it at a school. <laughs> well, like when that's... you start competing, um, or I mean, really, you could say as a coach now, like I see my gymnastics team kids honestly, probably more than their parents do during the school year Uh um, because they're at school for seven hours a day and then they come train for four to five hours a day, four to five days a week, depending on what level they are. Um, So these kids really live, breathe, eat, sleep gymnastics. And um, it's amazing, though, and especially, you know, after a gymnastics career, they come into CrossFit and all these gymnasts have, you know, toes to bar abilities and pull up abilities that a lot of CrossFitters dream of having, but they've been doing these skills since they were five years old, Mm -hmm. a lot of them. Um, but so it's a lot of work. It's a lot of detail and technique, um, you know, striving for perfection as much as we can day in and day out. Yeah. Um, but the life skills that you learn in gymnastics are unparalleled to any other sport. I mean, you just, um, perseverance and determination and not giving up when you Mm -hmm. fall flat on your face, literally and figuratively, (laughs) you know, getting back up and trying again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We try to, but you know, it's, it's really similar to CrossFit and really weightlifting too, in that with as technical as the movements are, you know, you may be able to perform them and, you know, do the movement, but to do it perfectly or to do it really, really well happens pretty rarely. And so that kind of chase of perfection keeps you coming back for more, um, Sorry, I don't know. We just saw there. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Someone was walking in the door. That was fun. And it, it got awkward when it she did. stopped. It did. It's fine. Left. I was like, she was like she's like, it's fine. Anyway, so yeah, gymnastics is great. It's my passion. I could talk about it for a long time, but um. Well, hey, I got a question for you. Okay, yeah. so okay, here, here's a debate that I was watching. Sure. I didn't engage in it because I knew that both sides were bullheaded <laughs> enough to it wouldn't matter. Okay, but but here's here's the question I have for you. I'd love your insight on it. Oh man. So Not to put me on the spot. There's 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 two <laughs> camps of thoughts, and you still have no idea where I'm going yet. No. So, that's great because I can see it on your face. Uh, there, there's one side that says um, impossible is impossible. There's no amount of training that can get you good enough to compete well in a sport, no matter what. And then there's another camp that says um, that's the dreamer camp that says you know what if if a kid says, I want to do this, and they put four to five hours a day into it or whatever, sure. that they can be at a competitive level. Um, and, and I was watching this debate, and so it was centered around CrossFit, but, but I think it kind of goes along many lines. There's that natural God-given talent of people that are just mutants, you know, like they came from great stock or whatever. Right. You know, like, <laughs> no one like, likes them. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and so like they're just in a different class. Sure. Those are the professional athletes, as, as this guy would kind of like point mm-hmm. out. The other guy was like, no, I think if you have the drive and the grit and like you're willing to give your life to something, you can g- achieve greatness. Like sure. you, you can get up to that pro level. Um, now, n- not walking in as like a, you know, nearly 40 year old guy <laughs> suddenly goes, I want to do CrossFit and I'm going to compete in the games. I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm talking about a kid coming in, um, that is younger or even, but has the heart and drive. I'm talking about like Rudy, Mm -hmm. you know, and and Rudy got in the game at the end of the movie, but like he didn't go play in the NFL. But at the same time, like, like, so is there that, that was a long lead up (laughs) to a question that was a lot of how my mind works, but is, is there a difference? Like, are we saying, like, would you say that there are natural God given talent people and like, those are the ones that do it. And no matter how much heart or drive a person has, um, there's, it's going to limit them to being equal to that person. So <laughs> describing the not-so-naturally God-given talented person is me. Um, okay, all right. So it, I, I don't know, like, I think, especially as a coach, mm-hmm. I would rather have 10 really hard-working, less talented kids than the one really gifted kid who maybe doesn't work as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's a beautiful combination when you get someone who is God-given talented blessed yeah. with all these abilities and they work really hard um but i think that i don't know i would say that with the right amount of drive and determination and stuff you 
you can achieve whatever you want to. And maybe you don't reach quite exactly what your goal may be, but I think you can reach greatness along the way. Okay. Um, and you can learn a lot throughout that. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess with gymnastics for me, like it was never, I was never the person who won absolutely everything. I didn't um, get a full ride scholarship. I was at a division three school. Um, I had to work a really hard to earn lineup spots and everything, but I think that I still achieved quite a bit. You know, I was a collegiate athlete, which is awesome, but you know, I'm, I wasn't an Olympian by any means. Um, sure. I think you can definitely still achieve some really great stuff. Um, so it's not impossible. You right, would, you wouldn't right. feel like it's, it's, it's I mean, impossible to say. It depends, I guess, on maybe what the goal is. Okay. Like if you're saying to be an Olympic gymnast, like it, it's a pretty impossible pool because now yeah, you basically you know, start practicing from the womb on that the right one. year, the right yeah. time. You know, because it's every four years and moving to the next Olympics, there's only going to be four kids chosen yeah. um, for the Olympic team. And so, like that, sure, impossible might be a word that you throw around there. But I don't know. I just don't like the word impossible for anything because I hear that and I'm like okay challenge accepted what do I have to do like sure yeah <laughs> but yeah. um I think I kind of look challenge in the eye and give it a wink so um, <laughs> let's de- see about depends that depends on what you're thinking <laughs> yeah. is impossible I'm like all right challenge accepted let's go yeah um so yeah I don't know if that answers your question well really, yeah but. I think it definitely does and and even um like I was listening to Bergeron's podcast this last week and he was talking about how even the best, the best, mm-hmm. you know, even the pro athletes still are putting in that time. Absolutely, it's not like yeah. they have, they're, they're sitting back on their, you know, blessed assurances and right. like, like and making it through. Yeah. Day and, you know, yeah, they're absolutely still training and putting in the work. And, yeah. There's, they're working hard. And so there is a amount of work that needs to be put forth for anybody who wants to be competitive. Right. 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 Um, and you can still be competitive if you have the heart and the drive to maybe get to and, and define that competitiveness mm-hmm. in, in however way you want, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might not be rich froning. I mean, I'm not rich froning. But. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. If everyone dies off, maybe <laughs> there's a spot for you in the game. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Not for me personally. I'm four foot nine and wall balls are never going anywhere. So <laughs> rowing, the bike, it's just not my thing. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. at the... Uh, the box yesterday where I work out and um, there, there's a, a guy who's much shorter than I am. Uh-huh. He, he played soccer. He's a soccer player. So he's a short soccer player. And um, he was doing wall balls and I just happened to be standing right next to oh, him. Oh yeah, it's great. And I'm sitting there just <laughs> watching him and I'm like, dang, you got to do a lot more work than I do to right? get that ball up there. <laughs> right? Hey, but throw me some burpees and I, I'm your girl. <laughs> it was not reassuring for him during the no. middle of the wall balls, but you know, I thought it was funny. <laughs> so anyway, so thanks for that tangent. Yeah. So back, back to, uh, where were we? G- I'm in w- gymnastics. Wisconsin. Yeah, you're in Wisconsin. Right? Yeah, Questioning. eating cheese and yeah, eating cheese, getting to love the Packers. Uh, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, converted to a Packer fan up there. Wisconsin people are really proud of their sports teams. Yeah. And it's really fun. It's yeah, a really cool place. Um, it's really <laughs> cold too, though. I froze my butt off for four years, and then um, I graduated with a journalism degree. Oh, cool. And my minor's in advertising. Um, I love all things journalism, whether it's writing or editing. Um, anything like that but so I accepted a job after I graduated with a uh, gymnastics magazine so that was really awesome it got oh, wow. to line up two of my biggest passions you know writing and yeah. um, gymnastics and so I moved to Atlanta in 2012 and I took over as the editorial director at Inside Publications so we had Inside Gymnastics magazine um, and then also a cheerleading magazine volleyball and dance oh wow um, so I led the editorial team of that and you know would assign different content to people and uh-huh. got to cover a whole bunch of events like the national championships and I was at the Olympic trials in 2012 um, oh, cool. You know, getting to be on the floor interviewing yeah. athletes that are competing for those Olympic spots. And then, like, when they announce the Olympic team, getting to be there as part of that. That's one of my absolutely favorite memories in the sport of gymnastics, being in there when they're doing the confetti drop and play uh-huh. and party in the USA. And uh. they're announcing the 2012 Olympic team. I mean, it was a really incredible opportunity um, to work there at the magazine. I loved what I got to do. But um, there was just a lot of stuff kind of behind the scenes that God was sort of orchestrating in my life that I didn't know mm. were happening behind the scenes um, until yeah. I started kind of feeling little nudges here and there to want to end up back in Tennessee. Um, and so, let's see. Despite your affiliation with the Packers, even. Right. Yeah, Gosh. no, I have nothing against 
to the Titans it's or really anything. Some I love the Titans too, right? Mm-hmm. No, so I lived in Atlanta. And, I mean, Atlanta's just really big. Like I said, I'm from Lebanon, so that was a big change. I had an amazing community of people there, um, but just wasn't loving my job anymore. I liked, like I said, the opportunities yeah. and stuff, but environmentally sure. it wasn't where I wanted to be um, professionally long-term. And so I started kind of feeling God tugging on my heartstrings to end up back in Tennessee, but I didn't really know what that would look like. Um, I was really involved at North Point Community Church down there yeah. in Atlanta with, I call him Uncle Andy, Andy yeah. Stanley. He's awesome. Um, I feel like I really developed a lot of my faith down in Atlanta. Um, so that was really cool. But then um, the opportunity came up here in Tennessee for Ginger, our gymnastics gym owner, to open a second location here in Mount Juliet. And uh, mm. Ginger is basically my other mom slash yeah. best friend, and we have a great <laughs> relationship. And um, I mean, she pretty much called me one day and was like, hey, I leased a building. You have to come home and run this gym for me. And I was like, wait, That's what? Awesome. Okay. Pretty much deal. Like, I, yeah. And, you know, it took a lot more time than that to figure everything out all the logistics and stuff but that's kind of the cliff notes version yeah um so i definitely wouldn't have wanted someone else running the gym like this is my home you know and um, she didn't want to do it without me and um there was some family stuff going on and just lots of different things that led me back to tennessee and i knew that this is really where i wanted to end up um and be closer to my family because really i had moved away when i was 18 you know after graduating from high school i moved across the country to wisconsin without really knowing anyone um and then moved to atlanta and it was just time, I think, mm-hmm. to come back to Tennessee. And so... So were you training in, in Atlanta while you were I there? did. So, yeah, that's... Um, that's true. I kind of skipped that part. I started CrossFit in... Um, oh, that's when you re- started, yeah. So huh? I started yeah. CrossFit really, like, my senior year of college, my family was starting to dabble in it. Um, my dad and my sister had kind of found this whole CrossFit thing online, <laughs> and they were working out yeah. at the Jimmy Floyd Center here in yeah. Lebanon, which is kind of like a YMCA, and doing these workouts with these funky looking pull-ups and yeah. like so they were taking really off of like crossfit.com, crossfit.com yeah. absolutely yep um probably doing stuff super wrong but yeah. it was fine you know <laughs> they were having fun and they would talk about it a lot but you know I still had gymnastics and my gymnastics conditioning and stuff so I when I would come home like for breaks over the holidays like I would go do crossfit with them and the first crossfit workout I ever did was Tabata something else which is pull-ups push-ups sit-ups and squats and as a current full-time gymnast who's Sheesh. doing these movements strict for my whole life I like blew that workout out of the water and I was like oh this CrossFit thing's great it's yeah. easy I'm gonna do this right after I finished gymnastics and then when I finished gymnastics <laughs> it was like here's a barbell uh-huh. and I was instantly humbled like wait yeah. this is heavy what is this I've never touched one of these before and uh, I was hooked immediately yeah. um so that was in 2012 I would say early 2012 is when I started okay um and then in the summer after I graduated, I lived here in Lebanon before I moved down to Atlanta in July, but so okay. I was here for a couple of months. So I was doing CrossFit with the fam um, in Lebanon, and then when I moved to Atlanta, it was kind of a crazy story. I was completely broke, so I was a recent college grad. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I want to do this CrossFit thing, but i got to find a gym, and I was like, holy cow, it's 150 bucks a month, and I, I don't <laughs> yeah. have that. Yeah. So um, I found this gym online that happened to be pretty close to where I was going to be living that was like 75 bucks a month. I'm like, oh, dude, nice. I'm in. Yeah. So I emailed them, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm moving to Atlanta next week. Can I come drop in, check out your box and stuff? And the guy emails me right back, and he's like, hey, a random question. Like, how did you find us? And I was like, well, I was on the affiliate map. And they had just gone live on the affiliate map that day. Oh, wow. Um, so that was kind of a cool little thing. I was like, all right, well, that sounds neat. I'll I'll go. That would be kind of cool to be started, like, start yeah. at a gym from the beginning. And 75 stuff. bucks and, a month. Right? I'm like, okay, Man. maybe I can, like figure out some coaching opportunities or something like learn how to coach this CrossFit thing yeah. or something. Cause like seriously was broke. Like, yeah. um, so, but anyways, it yeah, turned out I've showed up at the gym. Um, like my first day in Atlanta, it was tiny. Mm. It was like the size of, I don't know, our front desk area at three star. It was super <laughs> small. It had one little pull up station and a handful of barbells and a set of rings. And I think we had a rower and that was about it. But we had a really big parking lot, which was great. So we did a lot of working out outside. Yeah. Um, it was a very humble beginning, and it was really fun. A lot of times it would just be, you know, two to three people working out at a time. Yeah. And so um, that was great. I got a lot of good one-on-one coaching time That's early classic, on in CrossFit. Though, like, oh, yeah, you know, it was great. CrossFit coming out of you know, Basically people's garages. Basically starting in a garage, yep. So, um, it just happened to not have a car in it. Exactly. <laughs> so um, about a year later, we got to move into a bigger space, which was awesome. That gym mm-hmm. was called CrossFit Grinder. Um, and it was teeny tiny and it was homey though. And it uh-huh. felt just like, you know, kind of how we'd started here in Lebanon, you know, and, um, That's so cool. I felt at home there, kind of getting there from the grassroots and building mm-hmm. it from the ground up with them was really neat to be part of. But so, um, we expanded into a bigger space. I had two really awesome coaches. Their names are Dave and Kendry Bruff and, oh, cool. uh, they're not in Atlanta anymore, but, um, oh. the two of them were just super encouraging and wonderful people. And they kind of laid the foundation of 
you know, teaching me CrossFit movements and that kind of thing. Um, but so down there is when I first started doing like little competitions locally and stuff. There's something called the Atlanta Affiliate League. And so they had a couple competitions throughout the year and team yeah. stuff. I started with team competitions and I was like, this is great. Like I've missed competing because I'm an athlete. You know, I've been yeah. a gymnast my whole life. I love to compete. Is that similar um, to like the box league that yeah, we have around Yeah, I would say Nashville? it's pretty similar to the yeah. box league here. Um, but so I loved being on a team again and, you know, having people cheer for you and being out there trying to kick your own tail for the sake of the team and stuff. That's right. But um, So... Yeah, that's really when I started to get more competitive with CrossFit and stuff. But, um, I mean, still was at a pretty small gym. But then in 2014, I guess it was, that's when I got my level one. Because mm -hmm. um, not only am I an athlete, but I'm a coach in my heart um, through and through. I love to teach and coach. And so um, I couldn't just do CrossFit without learning to coach it, too. Yeah, so I did absolutely. my level one down there a few years ago and um, started coaching a little bit at the gym when I had time. Um, which was great. And then um, I knew, like, whenever I moved back to Tennessee, you know, I wanted to still keep up with the CrossFit thing and stuff. Um, but so, yeah, I kept doing it here whenever I moved back in January in 2015. Mm -hmm. um, and I moved in with my sister, who's my best friend, and we get along great. And it's awesome. She coaches here at Three Star, too. And so it's been really fun just to kind of go, you know, like you said, from the garage, literally. Like, we had a kettlebell and a barbell at my dad's yeah. garage and stuff. And, <laughs> Uh, or my parents' garage, and um, we'd kind of tote that stuff around with us. But um, we did CrossFit for a few years at IMA in Lebanon, and that was okay. awesome. We had a really great community there. Um, but like myself, my dad is also a teacher through and through. Um, that's where his heart and passion lies. And um, he knew from the get-go when we started this whole CrossFit thing, he's like, I want to own a gym one day. You know, I want to help people with this oh, and that's neat. change people's lives. And so it had always been, you know, part of our mission was like, one day we're going to do this, we're going to open yeah. a gym. And um Throughout the years, it just kind of started becoming more realistic. Um, I guess maybe about two years ago. Um, yeah, was it roughly Battle of the Barbells in 2000, what year is this? 16. Um, I think that was like right okay. around when we like put out that we were opening the gym. It finally was becoming a reality. Mm -hmm. um, but so my dad and two other guys, my dad is Steve Gillis and Joe Cotter and Dustin Roberson. They own Three Star. Um, cool. so there's the three of them, and obviously the Tennessee State flag uh, is like so it's in our not logo. Just a Tennessee and, thing. And, I mean, you uh, can put a lot of stuff into it with yeah. that faith background. I'm like, hey, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You got like a little <laughs> Trinity into there. You know, I don't know. We come up with all kinds of fun stuff. So, what was their um, background going into this? Like, what did what did they do before owning a box? Like, are they sure. businessmen? So, and, and yes, so, like, they're they have... businessmen. They all have full time jobs. Yeah. Um, air quote real jobs. Then the yeah. CrossFit <laughs> gym is totally their passion and fun yeah. side thing. Um, but they were all three coaches for several years and. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it just worked out where they all had the same goal to open a gym and to help people. And, you know, they look at what CrossFit's done for their life and yeah, their health yeah. and um, just other people. And so they're like, you know, if I could give back to the sport that's given me so much, that mm -hmm. would be awesome. And so, um, you know, opening a gym took a lot longer than we thought it was going to. Sure. Construction on a new building is lots of fun. And <laughs> um, we learned a lot, though, throughout that time of being under construction and stuff, um, we got to meet with a lot of gym owners in the area yeah. um, and really from around the country and plug in with a bunch of different people and just pick people's brains. You know, if you could do it again, what would you do the same? What would you do differently? And all kinds of different stuff, um, asking for tips. And this mm -hmm. CrossFit community is so great in that people were super encouraging the whole time. And, um, you know, I think it's a blessing in disguise how long our some people are like y'all had the longest pre-opening cam marketing <laughs> campaign ever. We're like, yeah, we really aren't weren't that happy about it. But no, I think that we were able to um, kind of learn a lot throughout that time, and so Absolutely, we've been really yeah. excited to be open since um, early July of this year, or 2017, yeah. um, was when we started running classes the week of the Fourth of July, and even since then, I mean, every day we learn so much about mm -hmm. what we're doing well and not well, and. Um, I think that's part of anything new, though, and we all have really open minds and are willing to learn together and stuff. But we have a, such an amazing community of coaches here, like, with all our different backgrounds. Um, and one thing that we have that's kind of different is, like, more of the gymnastics twist on things. Because right here, we're, so we're sitting here at the gym, and two or three doors down is Intrigue Athletics, a gymnastics yeah. gym. And so, like... Um, one thing that's really cool is like during the evening classes, parents can drop their kids off at Intrigue to do an hour long gymnastics class and then walk over to Three Star and get a workout in for an hour. Um, or in the mornings, for example, like we have a morning CrossFit class or a morning um, ladies only class on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We've got an awesome group of moms who come to that class. Oh, and cool. so their kids hang out in our little childcare area over there with our awesome childcare staff. And then after the moms work out, they walk the kids like down a, like to intrigue. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, um, they, close the gate. Exactly. <laughs> Keep them in there. <laughs> yeah. They get to come do a preschool gymnastics class with me for an hour. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're able to get the whole family fit over here, which is really fun. 
Um, and I think that kids get to see their parents doing something for their health, oh, yeah. um, which is really important. But I, I'm not a parent yet, but I can totally hear my parent friends talk about how, you know, it's so hard to squeeze in mm-hmm. working out for themselves because you're trying to run the kids to sports and to school yeah. and to do this and do that. And um, you well, know, obviously and serve having, your children, but having how like do you a kid have time pin, for yourself? Like you guys have, like... <laughs> Like I'm joking about it, but <laughs> you but can't it's, see it. it's it's like a, a game call, changer. I call it kitty jail, but it's like it's totally a game changer. And it's basically like a stuff. kitty fenced in area, you know, right? with toys in it. But but it's a game changer. Like absolutely, I, I've been in boxes that have those, and they are invaluable. Yeah, um, it's, to moms it's that can figure one of the out. Best part, yeah, like, it takes some of equipment here. things off, you know. And you guys have plenty of space when you walk in, even for like kids that are older that aren't you know the ones that are you know sure. you need to trap in right um, <laughs> that can sit and and that's. That's huge. Thank I mean, I, I know that when I started my blog, um, my own like Fit by Forty blog, a, a while back, like one of the things that moms that were asking me was um, was one of the things like, would you write about um, investing in yourself? Sure. Like why that's important, Absolutely. and that it's not you being an absentee parent, exactly. or you being someone that is just ignoring your kids for an hour right. while you go and you know do stuff. But like, it gives you life. I exactly. Mean, just like you said, it sets the tone for your kids. Like, yeah, that's my favorite thing really with our setup is like the kids can see their parents working out and bettering themselves. And, um, you know, CrossFit obviously we know is not necessarily pretty all the time. Sometimes you look like you're dying, but the kids are seeing their parents not give up and they get to see their parents get their first pull up or lift a certain new PR weight and Uh stuff and like be excited with other adults about that kind of stuff. And I think that's so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I think so many times as adults, you know, people go, sit at a desk all day and we just get in the hamster wheel of life and we forget that we should play also, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, yeah. you know, and celebrate fun PRs and stuff. And so I think that's a really cool thing that kids get to see their parents yeah. doing that. And yeah. I think that's invaluable. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, um, one of the other things I, I would love to hear about is, um, you, you have blown up the Insta game on Nashville <laughs> oh, weightlifting. They're always posting pictures of you on Nashville weightlifting club. So you, you've, you've, Dive, divin, div, dove, dove in, dove sure, in, something to do some uh, kind of backflip, fancy twirly <laughs> thing in to the deep with end an of incredible dismount and landing, right? Um, into the world of Nashville Weightlifting Club, which is yes. a really cool place that I only know about on the interwebs. Um, you got to come check it out. Where Next people come Saturday. and learn how to really lift, like you know, we do it in CrossFit, obviously, sure. and coaches um, are more trained kind of generically across the board. They're not necessarily fine-tuned. But um, if I remember right, like, there's an actual, like, Olympic weightlifter who is in charge of that, yes. who runs that and mm-hmm. coaches that. Um, can you tell us about, you know, your kind of experience and, and why you're doing that? Yes. So, crazy story, kind of, um, on how the whole weightlifting thing started. So, like I mentioned kind of jokingly before, I'm a whopping four foot nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> gymnastics movements are great for CrossFit, but... Um, We know mass moves mass, and it's pretty tough when you're small to try to hang with some of these bigger people and stuff. And I'm so inspired by so many of the girls, especially here in the Middle Tennessee CrossFit community. Like, Mm -hmm. there are some awesome athletes out here, and it's been so fun training alongside a bunch of them and competing with them. And um, But so, uh, let's see. In August, my dad and my sister and I road tripped up to Madison, Wisconsin, and went to the CrossFit Games. That was my first time to go to the Games That's as a so spectator. Cool. I was like, it's in Wisconsin. we got to go. Road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to the Games and uh, had the opportunity to help out at the FaithRx booth a bit um, yeah. at the Games, which we can talk more about FaithRx in just a little bit. But um, since we're talking about the weightlifting thing, so one day at our FaithRx booth, we had a handstand contest. Um, and th- like throughout the day, and if you won, you know you could come get a T-shirt or I forget what yeah. exactly the stipulations were. So naturally, at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, what's the top score? I got to try to beat That's it right. or whatever. That's right. Um, I'm not gonna take the free shirt or anything, but I'm just curious. Yeah. And but I just you know, need you're an exclamation feet, live mark. Live a booth life all day. You're like, <laughs> I need to go upside down or something. And uh, no, but um, I, I've for one never had you're that like, propulsion, I've but never I'm said really that, but excited fine. for you. <laughs> Some people are like doing pull-ups on little pieces of rig and squats. And I'm like, I just want to do cartwheels and stuff. No, <laughs> that's my life in a nutshell. But um, so I 
did the, I was like playing around with handstands and stuff, and um, we were next to the Lou Wrong Living booth. Who um, there was a guy there, Ryan Moody, who is a world record box jumper. Oh, and he was there doing all kinds I of. I didn't fun even know that was shows. a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. It's awesome. I'll have to world show you some videos. World record box jumper. Yep, it's a thing. And so they huh. had like some demonstrations going on, and so then I'm like, oh, I wonder if I do a handstand. Like, can you jump over me? And he's like, yeah. Huh. So we're like doing all these what? little party tricks and stuff. It was awesome. But um, oh, so at one man. point I kick up and I'm holding the handstand for. A while, I don't know, a minute and a half or something. I came down and um, I look out, and the crowd and walking towards the Faith RX booth happened to be um, Mike Bergener, Coach B. Yeah. And I'm like, holy moly, that's Coach B. Like, this is awesome. I'm totally gonna meet him. This is cool. <laughs> like, yes. I've, he's like the godfather of weightlifting, which at uh-huh. this point, like, I'd never done anything with weightlifting before besides CrossFit. Um, but so he came up and he was talking to myself and Becky Konzelman, who's the owner or the founder, I'm sorry, of Faith RX. Okay. Um, and she and Coach B are friends, but uh, he comes up and he was asking kind of what my background was, and I guess he had seen me holding a handstand for forever and a day, and so yeah. he's like got this twinkle in his eye looking at my size and stuff, and he's like, you know, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Where are you from? How old are you? What's your background? All, all this stuff. And I'm sitting here looking over at Becky like, is Which is obviously life? the first like, conversation you want to have with exactly, somebody. Yeah. Hey, like, how much do you weigh? That's real? awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like... This I love is that. Coach B. He's talking to me. This is insane. Like, I don't know if this is really happening. Are we in the twilight zone? But uh, no. So he was <laughs> asking me. He's like, "Well, uh, do you do weightlifting?" And I was like, well, "I mean, I'm a mediocre CrossFitter in Lebanon, Tennessee. Like, I mean, I I lift weights, but not, yeah. I'm by no means a weightlifter." And he's like, "Well." Um, you know, you live in Tennessee. What are you doing October 14th and 15th? And I was like, I don't know, Coach B. What am I doing October 14th and 15th? Right? Like, you say the word, I'm going to do it. What, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, I'm doing a CrossFit weightlifting seminar at Mayhem um, in Cookville. And so uh, it would be awesome if you could make it, whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, that would be awesome if I could make it. Yeah. And he, like, gave me his contact information right there. And I seriously am still standing there looking around like, it, am I asleep right now yeah. dreaming? Like, this is insane. Am I going to get pumped? What's right. happening? Like, is there a camera on me right now? No. Whose phone number so, is this really? Exactly. Is this Jenny? So <laughs> we kept in touch since the games, and I was free that week- weekend. So I was able to um, – I was like, well, heck, I'm going. Like, I'm doing this seminar. This is going to be great. So yeah. um, I was able to go to the um, CrossFit Weightlifting Seminar in October. Oh, cool. Which was amazing. Um, and actually, right before that, the week before that, I got the chance to attend Power Monkey Fitness Camp in CrossFit, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Um, so kind of sidebar, I know Dave Durante pretty well through the gymnastics world. Uh-huh. The gymnastics world is pretty small like CrossFit. And then when you blend the two, it gets even smaller, which oh, is fantastic. It's yeah. super fun. Um, but so I had a week of training under... Um, Mike Service and Vernon Pateo and Chad Vaughn and all these amazing weightlifting coaches and I'm like okay this week of Power Monkey Camp is more weightlifting coaching than I've like ever received my mind is blown yeah. next weekend I'm going to the CrossFit weightlifting seminar like what is even happening I don't know like oh, man. all this stuff but it was so much fun you know out at Power Monkey Camp learning from all them and then the next weekend getting to go to the CrossFit weightlifting yeah. thing um, I didn't really know still like what coach b had in mind with me going to that seminar you know is this for me as a coach or an athlete or i don't know i'm just gonna go and try to be the star student and be in the front row all the time (laughs) and eager to learn and stuff and also i kind of had this thought i was like i'm gonna walk in and he's definitely not gonna remember me because i'm like he probably meets a million people all the time like um but i walked in and he (laughs) walks right up to me and gave me a hug and was like emily i'm so glad you could make it and i'm like someone pinch me right now like this is amazing i was just like so grateful but um so I got to do this um, seminar over the weekend, which the CrossFit weightlifting staff is amazing. Mm. That seminar is awesome. If you have a chance to go, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Mayhem is beautiful. So getting to spend yeah. a weekend out there at the Mecca of CrossFit was really fun. That was my first time out there. Get a little Ralph's Donuts on Sunday, <laughs> which was fun. Um, but, no, so I went to that seminar, and I still didn't really know kind of what questions I should be asking him, like, should I get into weightlifting? How do you even do that? I don't know. Like, yeah. I've heard of National Weightlifting Club, um, but I don't like don't know anybody there is that like a thing would that be stupid for me to go there I don't know or should I just like follow some programming online here at three star because like we have a gym yeah um but so he let's see the next day I guess when the seminar was over coach B went out to national weightlifting I guess he knows Osman who's the okay. owner out there yeah um who like you said he was in the Olympics in 1988 he competed for Honduras um before he moved to America and Coach B, of all people, tags me in a picture on Instagram with Osman and is like, at eGillis2012, you need to come see Osman tomorrow. Like, don't wait. <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Come. And I'm like, just like, well, yeah. okay. Like, yeah. yes, sir. Like, I don't know. So literally the next day, it was a Tuesday, I packed up my gym bag and I looked up the hours at National yeah. Weightlifting Club and they happened to be open Tuesday during the day when I was available. So I just kind of showed up and there was like two other people in there lifting 
and um, I walked in and I'd never met Osmond before. I've heard wonderful things about him, but uh-huh. I had not met him. Um, but I walked in and I was like, hey, you know, I'm Emily. Um, and he said, oh, Emily, Coach B told me you were coming. I'm no. Like, Y'all, like, what the heck? I don't understand. But so apparently there is a need for 48 kilo weightlifters um, here in the country. It's just not a very common weightlift class. And, okay. Um, I, like I said, I still, like, to this point, had no clue. So they're, like, grooming I don't, you They're, to like, go grooming compete. me to be some weightlifter. And I'm, like, I don't even know, like, if, if I would like this. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally willing to do whatever someone That's tells me so to do. That's so cool. It, seriously, I can't even begin to tell you how grateful I am for all of this. Like, yeah. it's such a mind-blowing thing that transpired uh-huh. from a handstand at the Faith Rx booth. Like, I still... Don't even know if it really happened. Um, but so I started working with Osmond that day. He kind of just watched me lift. I snatched some and clean and jerked some. And um, I think just, you know, from having a gymnastics background where everything is so technical and precise, yeah. it gymnasts are very coachable um, uh-huh. because we are used to having someone tell us what to do 20 hours a week of our sure. life. And so um, having someone instructing me was really awesome because as a coach, sometimes we forget to be coached as well or you know we're always coaching classes and a lot of times we have to work out on our own which is fine and great but you know coaches need coaches also um and at this point I was still like I don't know you know if I would even want to compete in weightlifting but this sounds kind of cool let's try it for a couple weeks and see if I like it see if I even work well with Osmond I don't Uh know um but instantly I knew from the second I met him that we were going to click and he is an amazing coach he's so encouraging and um he just keeps things really simple that mm-hmm. just work for me. I don't know. And he's a great coach and, um, you, I have a lot of respect for him and especially knowing that he was an Olympic athlete, you know, he yeah. obviously was willing to put in the work and, um, some of the stories that he's told me about his training days are awesome. And, um, a national weightlifting club is really cool. It's kind of like a little Rocky feel. It's like in the basement of uh-huh. a bar, um, or like some <laughs> kind of restaurant bar yeah. thing. I don't, I've never been up there, but, um, it's just kind of grungy and, chalky and there's yeah. old equipment and new equipment and it's just I don't know it feels like people work there you know like I work like really yeah. hard and it's great and you come in there and you're just like ready to put in the work and so um, I started a squat program with Osman in October um, so this is like the end of October now okay. and we started a squat program and then um, just some like general like gym programming that he has I mean, uh-huh. he has all the athletes on a program um, so I started following that which is the first time really since we've opened three star like besides our class programming like I've yeah. never had yeah. individual programming just for me mm-hmm. um, so that's been kind of cool to like have someone telling me exactly what to do because yeah, yeah. as a gymnast I'm like this little robot I'm like okay someone just tell me what to do when to do it <laughs> I'll say yes sir and put in the work and, right um, so it's been really cool though to see like how fast some changes have come like I look at weights that I could not even come close to thinking about lifting 12 weeks ago. Right. And it's crazy just, you know, the amount of coaching that I've been able to get, you know, with little cues here and there uh-huh. that yeah. can make a big difference. I mean, cause you know, you add a little technique to some strength and then it's like, Oh wow. Okay. Like stuff doesn't feel as heavy anymore sure. and stuff. And, um, so it's been really fun, but so Osmond definitely encouraged me to want to get to compete, uh-huh. um, with weightlifting. And so I was like, well, I don't know, like, when I'll be able to, because as a gymnastics coach, we have a competition season as well, which just started in January. So okay. I'm on the road a lot right now between now and like the end of April um, with my gymnastics kids, which this part of the year is super fun for us because this is what we train for all yeah, year long. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of our road trip where we get to show off what we've been working on mm-hmm. so hard all throughout the year. But um, there was this meet coming up at National Weightlifting Club, which would be the perfect setting. Like it's at home in our home gym. There's judges that come. It's a sanctioned event though. So um, this like numbers that you get there your totals and stuff will count toward like nationals or any other events and like I still feel so new to this weightlifting thing I don't even know how it all works still like um, I'm learning every day but so I didn't know if my schedule was going to work out where I would get to compete or not but then um, it turned out that we have a local meet here next weekend for my gymnastics kids and we do have a meet on our schedule but my kids the gymnastics and weightlifting gods aligned and my kids compete Friday (laughs) um, and not on Saturday and so I happen to be free Saturday so oh my gosh wait I can compete so I'm like get on Amazon and order a singlet I'm like I don't have any of this stuff you know (laughs) I'm like um, so I don't know I still feel super new and it's happened really fast but it has been so fun right I know I'm like okay we're going to need design. to get some barbell voodoo singlet stat. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they've made one before. Well, then I need to hit up Just Roy saying. and Jeremy for sure because I will rep that in a heartbeat. But, um, well, like when this uh, this podcast will come out after sure. you would have competed, so I'll try to update this. Uh-oh. Hopefully you know, I'll have a good update. We'll find so, out. <laughs> yeah. You're, I mean, you're going to have to finish really high. I yeah, mean, something. The, that's what we anticipate. Right. 
I know. It'll be interesting. So, like, I've never had to do something that involves, like, weight classes or anything like in gymnastics, you know, but never had to worry about, like, our weight, per se. I mean, yeah. obviously, you want to be healthy and stuff, but, um, like... My coaches never weighed us or anything like that. So, so is this like, like a powerlifting meet? Like what kind of okay, what is a weightlifting meet? In, do you have certain lifts that you're doing? Yes. Like, so, okay. um, so what is that? You will do a snatch okay. and a clean and jerk. Um, you get three attempts at each, and you declare what weight you're going to start at, and then you can go up from there. You can't go down. So it's kind of a little bit of pressure um, to yeah. hit your you know first weight, and if you don't hit it, you know it's kind of a game. Do you try that weight again on your second attempt, yeah. or do you go up? Um, and, and that's where attempts. having a coach is important yeah. because um, I'm just going to do what coach tells me to do. Right. Um, and no, but that's one thing that Osmond is so good at is getting to know his athletes individually. Yeah. Um, so even like the other day at training, we kind of went in a little mock meet scenario where he had me try to just like, I guess you could say max out on mm-hmm. my snatch and my clean and mm-hmm. jerk and um, like whatever clean and jerk, like the first like really heavy one I was going to try to go for, I had missed it. And so then he like had me go up and wait, which, you know, can be intimidating because you're sure. like, crap, now I got a lot of pressure to hit yeah. this, you know? And, um, but also we've developed enough of a relationship where I'm like, okay, if coach says I can do it, I can do it. Yeah, and that gives you a lot of confidence. There, yeah. yeah. And, um, I think that the, granted I haven't done the meet yet, but I think it's going to feel a lot like a gymnastics meet. Um, more so than a CrossFit competition because CrossFit competitions, I love them. There's so much energy and it's yeah. fun and it's loud and stuff. But um, at a weightlifting meet, you know, it's you and the platform mm-hmm. and the weight and that's it. And that's very similar to, say, balance beam at a gymnastics meet. It's you and the beam and it's quiet and it, you're focused and you're in front of a judge. And yeah. I love that. That's what I've spent, uh-huh. spent my entire life doing. Um, I mean, I love CrossFit competitions too, but... I don't know, the kind of stillness and yeah. where you have to be so laser focused and stuff. Like uh-huh. I, I'm hoping at least that that feels like home to me when I step out there on a platform. Um, so I'm excited about it. And That's so funny. it'll be fun. But so, yeah, talking about like weight and stuff, like I've had to kind of pay attention the last couple of weeks to what I'm eating and everything <laughs> I get. Yeah. One thing that I like about Osmond is he's like, you know, I don't want my athletes to be miserable and like cutting mm. 20 pounds or something like the week of a competition that would be not yeah. very wise and stuff. And um, he just wants everybody to be healthy, but I would like to be in that 48 kilo weight class because hopefully if I am that next weekend and can do fairly well, I would like to qualify to nationals, oh, wow. um, which yeah. is really cool to even say out loud because like with gymnastics, I think I said it earlier, like it was never really like it never came super easy to me. Like I've had to work and work and work and not that I have had weightlifting come easy to me, but I just feel like the timeline has been a lot faster with weightlifting. And I think that's from having, you know, five, six years of CrossFit in the background Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and then combine that with gymnastics, I think it's a good combo. And, um, but I I just feel so new to all this. Right. I mean, it's nice to have a background of strength. Um, and as a gymnastics coach, I've, I joke and say I throw kids around all day, but like seriously, I'm literally working out 24-7 because if I'm not in here doing CrossFit or weightlifting, I'm spotting kids and being tiny. Most people are taller than me, and so, you know, you got to be strong to keep people off their heads and get them to their feet and stuff. But um, I feel like gymnasts have this unique uh, ability because of their training to be so self-aware of what their body is and how it moves and and how to – manipulate their body in ways that they can take correction and take uh like instruction mm-hmm. a little easier than maybe like normal people who, who are used to playing like baseball sure you know like you have a few moves in baseball that, that you can do but when it, all that doesn't necessarily transfer over but gymnasts i mean you guys are used to manipulating your body in different ways right it, i feel like that that would give you a little advantage to succeed a little quicker um besides the the weight thing is sure and obviously i mean issue, as a gymnastics coach i'm like seriously if you have children and they're not in gymnastics you need to get them in gymnastics yeah. immediately because even if they don't become a gymnast like you just said like it is gonna help so much with every other sport that they do or mm-hmm. i mean as an adult like um I don't know, it's crazy, even just, like, little things like posture and stuff. People will be like, oh, are you a gymnast? And I think that we just carry ourselves differently a little bit. Yeah. And because we're used to fighting for stuff, and um, I don't know, the amount of focus that gymnasts have, competitive gymnasts, um, you know, who are training 16, 20 hours a week, like I was saying, mm-hmm. you know, they have to be so focused on stuff because they have to do things as perfectly as possible. Yeah. Like in CrossFit, obviously there's movement standards, but there's a little leniency and stuff. Like sure, say for sure. a one rep max snatch, you know, in CrossFit, you could press that out. Whereas in 
um, weightlifting you can't and so yeah. like gymnastics is way more like that because you're getting judged on the actual performance mm -hmm. um, and so we have to be so in tuned like you said with your body and with yeah. what every little bit of your body is doing my right arm is over here doing this and my uh -huh. left leg is doing that and, um, and but I gotta stay on this right, really, exactly, really because small I might actually <laughs> literally die if I yeah. lose my focus in the middle of something like it could go really yeah. wrong and stuff but I mean that's what we prepare for all the time you know yeah. and stuff and so yeah I think gymnasts have a little advantage for sure on being coachable and um, just being that in tune with our bodies because yeah. of the years of training that. Sure, uh, sure. But yeah, so parents, you got to get your kids in gymnastics just immediately. Do it now. And it's not too late. I mean, we take them like at Intrigue Week, start classes for kids at 18 months old. Oh, wow. Um, which yeah. some people are amazed to hear, like, wow, a year and a half. Like, what the heck can a kid do at a year and a half? And like, you'd be surprised. But I mean, just the fact that they get to climb on stuff and balance on stuff mm -hmm. and learn to pull themselves up and, um, fall down and have to get back up and sure, try yeah. again and um coordination and balance and i mean all kinds of stuff and listening to a teacher and socializing mm -hmm. with other kids yeah. and stuff and learning how to roll and fall safely and stuff because oh, yeah. i mean like even you know if you're like okay well my kid's already five like shoot i missed the starting age or something no you can get them in whenever but um <laughs> Like, seriously, I joke about it, but learning to fall is one of the most important things that we learn oh, in gymnastics absolutely. because kids are going to go play on the playground one day uh -huh. or they're going to come down from jumping up to shoot a basketball and, you know, sometimes or to, I don't know, they're going to get tackled in football uh -huh. and it could get ugly or, you know, we learn how to fall safely and, um, you know, how to change direction quickly and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm obviously biased, but well, it's I mean, a good... It's I mean, good you outlet. do it. And, and my, my girls took gymnastics when they were younger. Sure. Um, but then got interested in other things mm -hmm. along the way, and that and that's good. But it's important just for the fact that like you're born with your body to be able to move in ways that gymnastics really supports. Absolutely, and, and, helps and then they you go continue. sit at school for yeah. seven hours a day, as opposed to stiff, you know leaving it behind. Go to work and, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's really what I loved about um, you talking about the Nashville Weightlifting Club. Mm -hmm. I, I loved hearing about like the. The nervousness moving into it <laughs> like e even someone who you know has been trained has, has been through the ringer in terms of like exercise and fitness sure. and, and seeming very comfortable still moving into a new environment is very intimidating you know just yeah. like anybody walking into a crossfit box or anything yeah, else especially when mike bergner is telling you to yeah. go you're like oh, oh my gosh. gosh i hope i don't disappoint this it's guy like, like the pope what? of weightlifting i don't even know, <laughs> I, know. You know? I still am like that's pinching incredible. myself frequently and wondering if this is real or not. But no, it's been. Did you ever call really his cool. number? Did you ever? Yeah, we've kept in touch. That's so cool. It's pretty cool. We've been so able it really to keep in touch. And <laughs> I uh, send him some training updates pretty frequently. But no, I mean, if you go to the CrossFit Weightlifting Seminar, he gives his contact info there. And That's he's so just cool. as kind as can be and as encouraging uh -huh. as can be and tells people, you know, keep in touch, send me videos. And, um, and that's how the staff at Power Monkey Fitness was as well. Like, uh, they're just. The, the amount of training you get in that week is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's a week-long deal of CrossFit, weightlifting, gymnastics, jump rope, nutrition, you name it, they've yeah. got it. And so, like, kind of the combination of that the week before the CrossFit weightlifting thing. Like, well, thing October is, was a mind-blowing month yeah, for E. That, uh, Power Monkey Fitness <laughs> has really blown up over the last few years. Like, yeah. I've seen more and more people, the people I'm connected with, at least in social media world, sure. like, more and more keep going to that and keep keep learning things and posting videos about it it's and all kinds of stuff. It's like, mean, I don't know what a fair way to describe it is. Like, the level one weekend plus probably all the other specialty courses that you could go to combined <laughs> into a week. Oh, wow. It's amazing. And yeah. it's in Crossville, Tennessee, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of neat. So where Power Monkey t Camp takes place is um, the facility is actually a gymnastics camp. Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up coaching there in the summer, started out as a okay. junior counselor, then a counselor, and then a coach. And um, so I spent many, many, many weeks of my life out there at Flipfest Gymnastics Camp. Uh -huh. But so now to go to Power Monkey and do fun fitnessy things with adults yeah. is really yeah. cool like um, to have done that as a child or a teenager and then as an adult kind of with a different realm with CrossFit but um, Lake Francis is the place that like the facility is at it's called uh -huh. Francis um, they've got a private lake and cabins in the woods and um, their entire just grounds is absolutely beautiful um, in the trees and stuff they have a ropes course and mm -hmm. all that that's 30 feet in the trees and um, the equipment and stuff like the facilities are just beautiful yeah. and it's awesome and the coaching staff like I said like you can't even I don't even know where to start with the coaching staff I mean <laughs> Hinshaw's there you get a two hour seminar with Chris Hinshaw oh, and wow. Tiffany Parker from Team USA's track team uh -huh. and um, yeah they've got like what, I don't know 15 true forms set up and you uh -huh. get to do all these running intervals with Chris Hinshaw himself sitting there like counting your breath for you and doing this and doing that and then you go over and you 
squat with Chad Vaughn, who was an Olympian, yeah. and then go snatch with Mike Service and Vernon Mateo, who um, Service was at the Pan Am Games and a national level athlete for the U.S., and then yeah. um, Vernon was in the Olympics, I believe, in 94. Don't quote wow. me on that. I forget. Yeah. But um, let's it's see, Dave Durante was an um, alternate to the Olympic team for Team USA for gymnastics. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a bunch of collegi- former collegiate gymnasts who were on the staff there, too. And, oh, cool. Um, Jason Layden from CrossFit Milford, Milford was uh-huh. there doing nutrition stuff. And um, Mike Malloy from M2 Performance, he um, does nutrition for a bunch of games athletes. Um, uh-huh. He was there doing nutrition info. And, I mean, literally, like, you name it, you get a seminar on it. And it's a two-hour block of time. Um, wow. Jeff Martone doing kettlebell stuff. Uh-huh. Um, he does the CrossFit kettlebell course. The RX Smart Gear crew was there doing a jump rope course. I mean, like, it's great. there's um, a coach from South Africa doing rowing. Uh-huh. Which is my favorite, obviously, being four foot nine. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, I highly recommend it for sure. If you can go, their next camp is in April. Um, okay. And it's worth every penny. It's awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, so you are involved in one other thing that I'd love to hear about sure. and love for you to talk about is um, this community inside of a community. Absolutely. <laughs> Faith RX. So you guys are kind of. Um, infiltrating all areas of CrossFit. We're trying to. Um, and it's Pun a CrossFit intended, movement CrossFit. in CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what, what's funny is one of the owners of the box that I started in, um, his whole intro at, at the beginning was was always funny. Um, he, he's kind of he's kind of a just, like, tells you how it is kind of guy. But he was saying, my exposure to CrossFit, he goes, the moment somebody asked me to do it, I was like, is that some kind of Jesus thing? Like, I'm not into that. And, like, he came into CrossFit going, oh, man, what is this going to be right. about? And then was completely changed by the whole thing and, and loved it. But uh, but you really are doing this thing that, <laughs> that CrossFit is kind of like CrossFit. So sure. uh, so tell us about that and what's going on with that. And So I love that you called it a community it. within a community because it absolutely is that. So FaithRx is a non-denominational mm-hmm. um group that exists to ex- like bridge the gap between faith and fitness, um, which okay. are two of my biggest passions. Um, and so I love being a part of this group. It is a now international organization. Um, there's chapters. Worldwide. Uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> we, you're crossing overseas. So we, um, there's roughly 60 to 70 chapters in the U.S. Okay. And then we've got a couple chapters in the U.K. We just launched a chapter in Barbados a couple months ago. Oh. Um, road trip. I, I can go launch <laughs> right. that one. I'm like, oh, y'all need some help down there getting started? Let's yeah. go. Go um, visit some islands for you guys. Exactly. Yeah, so it's um, based out of, really, we could say HQ is in Denver, Colorado. Um, okay. Becky Konzelman is a five-times CrossFit Games athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, she's competed as an individual on teams, as a master. She's kind of done it all. Wow. Um, and she and a guy actually from Cookville, Chip Pume, got together a few years ago. Um, this is kind of the Cliff Notes version, but yeah. um, got together and started Faith RX. Becky was out on the stadium floor competing at the CrossFit Games a few years ago and looking around and just taking it all in, you know, under the stadium lights and thinking about what an amazing community CrossFit is, um, an amazing sport and everything. But at the end of the day, CrossFit is a really terrible God. Um, It's going to fail you. You're going to get beat. You're going to get injured. There's going to be stuff that doesn't go your way. Um, And unfortunately, a lot of CrossFit athletes and even, I mean, not necessarily games athletes, but heck, on the local level, we turn CrossFit kind of into a god and it takes over because it's awesome and we love it, but it can take over your life. And um, if that's where you find your identity, you're going to find a lot of disappointment as well. And so she just felt God putting it on her heart to do something for this community. Um, And so she got with Chip, who had done um, CrossFit Faith, which was kind of a faith workout every day. He would put out online, um, like, some scripture and stuff to read along with that and a workout as well. But so their kind of brainchild combined and became FaithRx. So they printed a bunch of um, what they called the Athlete New Testament. So they talked to Rich Froning and Dan Bailey and Chris Uh Feeler and a bunch of these athletes who um, were pretty open with their faith, and they got them to share a little one-page version of their testimony, and they packaged that with the New Testament of the Bible, and they handed out thousands of copies the next year at the Games um, to athletes, spectators, you name it. And um, from there, it just kind of took off. Uh And so some chapters started popping up here and there, and people are like, you know, we want to get involved with this. Like, what can we do? But so um, the Nashville chapter... We meet every other Sunday, and um, in 2018, we're actually doing a little bit differently. We're going to meet, um, at, there's four or five different boxes that we're going to be rotating through. Okay. Um, so it's every other Sunday, so like at the time that we're filming this, the next Sunday, we're doing Faith RX here at Three Star CrossFit. Um, but So we'll kind of rotate around from different gyms, that way we can hopefully get people from all over the Nashville community to yeah. kind of come and see what we are about. But So the way, like a 
meeting, if you will, or an event works. Um, we get together at a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a CrossFitter to come. You don't have to be a member of that gym. It is totally open to the community, and you don't have to be a Christian either. You yeah. just, if you want a free CrossFit workout, come on. We're going to yeah. love you where you're at. And um, so a, a level one coach will lead the workout. We'll do basically like a class. We'll warm up together, okay. sometimes play a game or do like a team workout or partner workout, whatever. Um, go through a workout together, and then each chapter has a chaplain as well who's uh-huh. usually – um, like a local pastor or um, okay. something along those lines, but they'll lead a discussion, um, either something that they've come up with on their own, or FaithRx puts out a lot of devotional materials as well. Oh, neat. Um, and they've got also different stuff like Facebook Live videos. Um, you know, Trinidad puts out a bunch of um, Facebook Live stuff, like on Sunday evenings, and there's a text every day that goes out. Um, if you want to be on a text uh-huh. like um, thread, there's something called the Athlete Word of the Day. It's a word of the day, like W O D, like the WOD for CrossFit, yeah. you know, workout of the day. Um, you can text <laughs> at win with him to okay. eight ten ten, and you just get a text at like seven o'clock every morning. Um, usually, it's a little piece of scripture, maybe something to read along with that. Um, but so Faith Rx, we're still a fairly new group. Um, but we're popping up all over the country and we really, I don't know. I think CrossFit is so come as you are and, you know, you don't have to be good to start. You just got to start. And, um, faith really is, should be the same exact thing. And so hopefully we can use CrossFit Mm -hmm. to introduce people to that as well, um, to faith or to share the gospel with people. Um, because some people aren't comfortable walking into a church and I get that and maybe have been burned from the church, but maybe they are welcome or feel more welcome and more comfortable walking into a gym. Yeah, absolutely. And so if we can get, you know, one person to come to Faith Rx who maybe wouldn't have gone to church, but they get a little dose of scripture or just some love from people, you know, who are strangers but that love each other because we're yeah. trying to get better at this whole life thing together, you know, then I think that's a win. Um, but And then taking it even beyond, like, the local chapters, we also have partnered with a gym in Nicaragua. Um, mm-hmm. And so we've got a couple of mission trips lined up down there. There was yeah. one last year um, where people from Faith Rx chapters all over the country got together. Um, I forget how many people went. I think roughly 10 people or so. But okay. from Faith Rx all around the country. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, with a similar love for CrossFit. Went down to Nicaragua for a week at a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to help, like, coach the coaches down there, I think, some. And walk through the villages and share the gospel and hand out Bibles and um, just make an impact, not just within the gym wall, but putting our fitness to use, you know, yeah. hiking through villages and handing out Bibles and that kind of thing. And so it's really neat to see the ways that we can use our fitness for the glory of God as sure. well, yeah. um, if that's your thing. And if it's not, you know, we just want to show you that we love you as is. And that's how CrossFit is. You know, I think people get so intimidated to come try CrossFit. And, you know, as CrossFitters, we're like, no, seriously, like, you just got to come yeah. and try it. And that's kind of how, or at least I feel with my faith, you know, like, just come and see. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I know. So that's kind of what Faith Rx is doing. It's kind of bridging that gap between yeah. faith and fitness. Well, it, and it makes sense. Like, to me, something that CrossFit does extremely well is community. Absolutely. You know, and uh, most of the time, churches struggle with that. Sure. You know, doing You're community. allowed to say that. You're a pastor. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and so, like, you know, for churches to not do community well, and yet CrossFit has this community that lives and dies together, like, sure. literally, literally every day. Dying on the floor day. after workouts, yeah. right? <laughs> you know? I mean, but there's I'm, something beautiful about that shared yeah. suffering together, you know, and it keeps us coming back for more, and oh, when and we're sweating to death and stuff. Together. Yeah, and then, yeah. but if we can take that even deeper and go through life together, yeah. and, I mean, community is so important. I, I For me, at least, I... I don't know, I think life is better lived in circles rather than in rows. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether that's in the gym with your community of friends that you're sweating with and getting chalky with and stuff. But, you know, if you can take that even deeper to not just getting through workouts together, mm-hmm. but getting through life together. And uh, like you said, I mean, CrossFit does that incredibly well. Yeah. Um, you know, people, when life stuff comes up, a lot of times, you know, you want to turn right to your gym family yeah. um, and stuff. But so to have kind of a smaller community within that as well, you know, mm-hmm. where you've got people praying for you and, um, checking in with you and just, you know, wanting you to be genuinely doing well and, you know, seeing where you're at and how they can help you and encourage cool. you. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I do. And I mean, so you take Nashville, for example, like Nashville is what, one of the most transient places right now. There's, I forget what the statistic is on the number of people who move here every day, yeah. but as CrossFitters, even heck when we travel on the road, what do we do? We get on the CrossFit affiliate map. We look Absolutely. for where we can go drop in and stuff. And, um, 
So with FaithRx, there's an affiliate map as well for allied uh-huh. affiliates, they're called. So you could get on the FaithRx website and look up, let's say I'm traveling for work to a gymnastics meet next weekend mm-hmm. or something. I could get on the FaithRx website and look around and see if there is a FaithRx affiliated gym in oh, that area, yeah. um, which is kind of cool. Because then, you know, maybe you want to go drop in at that gym or maybe they have a FaithRx chapter event while you're in town. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get plugged in with that, which is just kind of a niche in the community, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Um, yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, I love visiting boxes. I was just sure. at uh, CrossFit Height in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Nice. Whoop. Give a little shout warm. out to them. <laughs> um, but that, it was great. It was a great box. I yeah. always have great experiences at boxes. And so to even find some that you are passionate about. Like we were talking in another podcast um, with with uh, Trey Fitch about his his ideas H-dub. of like, yeah, <laughs> of, of bringing in mind, body, and spirit. Like sure. it takes all those three. And so if you're really wanting to make change in people's lives, if you're really wanting to dig in there and like do some hard work with each other, yeah. like you can't leave one of those out. And so maybe your thing isn't Christianity. Mind, body, but, spirit. Trey, I'm stealing the, that for some... the three stars. <laughs> That's another thing the three stars can stand for, three star cross. Yeah, but it's like, it's like what the YMCA originally started out to be. They, sure. they wanted mind, body, and spirit. That was even like their, their advertisement mm-hmm. campaign for a long time. Um, and they would do really well at like maybe one or mm-hmm. maybe two and, and never the three. And so you have these local boxes that are really able to move and groove in a different way than a corporate entity sure. to actually focus in and help people make long-lasting changes that mm-hmm. takes all that mind, body, and spirit thing. And I think right. that's really neat. And Faith Rx is making a big pull in that. You know, for communities that maybe don't do that, don't know how to do it, they can uh, they can rely on Faith Rx and help, help them with that even. Sure. It like. yeah. yeah, and so going back to like what I was saying about people moving here to Nashville, you know, on the double all the time. It's getting super crowded <laughs> around here, but... Uh, yeah, like people could, you know, maybe move here. They've been doing CrossFit somewhere else, so they mm-hmm. immediately, you know, got to find their new home CrossFit gym. Yeah. And um, I would encourage people to drop in lots of places, check it out, see what feels right for you. Um, but then maybe, you know, they are somewhere and they could maybe see Faith or X on Instagram or something. And they're like, oh, what's this? It's just another way to meet people in your community. Yeah. And maybe you find out that you have common interests with them and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I love it. I'm very passionate about it. Um, and it's been really, really awesome to see some true stories of life change mm-hmm. um, that have started from within the gym. Not just, you know, I, I love stories of people losing 20 pounds in CrossFit and getting off blood pressure medicine and this and that. But yeah. like, kind of like you were saying, like that's body for sure and maybe mine too. But man, when people's spirits change, good stuff happens. Yeah. And it's awesome to get to be a part of that and to get to share that with people mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, I, yeah, I love it. It's true. Well, I have loved our uh, time together. Ooh. I'll put up... Um, on our blog, um, different links to like Faith RX sure. and also to Three Star CrossFit, so you can Come go check them out. Um, I might make you do handstands or pull ups oh, or toes to bar. Yeah, good luck with me trying to do that. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, um, but anyways, but thanks for being here. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, hosting us here at Three Star. It's Thank a beautiful you so place. Much for Come check it out. The show. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. All righty. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. As always, come visit us on our website, barbell-voodoo.com, for amazing content in between these podcasts, but also some great merchandise. Hey, do us a favor before you move on. If you go ahead and hit that like button for us, that'd be great. Also, feel free to share it with others and subscribe. See you next time.